Al, are you ready for victory? Sure. Victory! Victory! It's victory time. Yep. Kind of. Sort of. Uh, hello, welcome to this week's episode of Jared and Al Watch Love Live Superstar. I clicked the wrong link. My bad. Uh oh. I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc, Al, and Ladium. Hello, hello. This is episode number 21, and we are discussing season two, episode number nine, entitled For Victory. Mm hmm. Because we're heading for victory. This was a very weird episode. <laughs> That's an understatement. Very weird. Like, that I is, know. That is a hell of an understatement. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. We'll get into some of this here. Um, we begin this week's episode, and everyone's very excited that Liella are moving on to the Tokyo portion of the Love Live competition. Mm-hmm. They're all very excited for the gals. They're cheering them on. They're going viral on social media with the likes. So many on their likes. photos and all that. And then Cuckoo's like looking through the list of people who moved on and is like, hang on, hang on. Excuse me, excuse me. Whoa. Where's Sunny Passion's at? Where's Sunny Passion? Where did they go? Sunny Pa. They are they have not moved on. Nope. The whole the whole thing we were thinking of, like, oh, they're gonna go back to back. Well, that's done. Nope, not happening. That's just out that's just that's gone. See you later. They have been eliminated. And we didn't eliminated. Even, we didn't even get to see any performance from them. No, it was just we got to see like a little bit of them dancing, and then that was it. That's it. See you later. Ugh. Your time on this show is over. Yep. Um. So yeah, they're gone. They got beat by Ghost Girl. Which I didn't even realize was possible because I thought that she was like in the same region as these gals. Yeah. But apparently not. I don't understand how regions work. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Because she very clearly <laughs> keeps popping up in their neighborhood. So she yeah. lives around there. But like Sunny Passion doesn't live around. There. <laughs> uh, like on one hand, I understand this because like they've, they've definitely made it a, a very prominent thing that love live winners don't go back to back right and like that is again if you look at it as a sports analogy like it is very hard to repeat as a champion because everyone's going to know what you're doing everyone's going to be able to counteract your strategies and everything people mm -hmm. are going to there's going to be more eyes on you and all that so that is definitely a thing that constantly happens in sports but i think in this case, it just feels very lame because, like, I think you could have built up towards a a point in this show where you had Liella going against both Sunny Passion and Ghost Girl mm -hmm. and, like, having both of them come into conflict with each other or with, be, with the group. That'd be wild. I think that would have been such a more interesting story to tell. Yep. Because you still have the Sunny Passion, like, they want to go back to back. You have this incoming threat from ghost girl because she's <sighs> just like talking smack the whole time and they know she's incredibly good yeah and then liella's here as well and like they know like well if we want to eventually make it to the end we're going to have to go against both of them and that's a harrowing thought but instead they're just like well 
Archunk, let's cut off one of them and move them out of the way because we got to have the ghost girl and Liella go up against each other. And that's the only thing we can have. We can't have two oncoming threats coming after them. We can only have one. And, and the one is one that we've barely built up throughout this entire season because she never shows up in the season. Right. It's it's just... That's how I feel about it. <laughs> I, I told you, and I mean, this came up a little bit later in the episode while we were watching it, but I was like, if I weren't invested in these voice actresses, I'd be done. I'm out of here. I would be done because the writing in this has just been completely god awful. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they're not doing anything that's actually interesting. Yeah, like there are like there are moments in this episode I think that are good, but there's a lot of stuff that just gets in the way of like the entire like the the overall story they're telling that just doesn't make a whole lot of sense or just isn't good. Right. Which is disappointing to say the least. But also, you know, as we said, going back all the way to the beginning when we started watching this, isn't surprising given who is writing and presenting this story to us. Right. Right. So, yeah. Um, they do a video chat with the girls of Sunny Passion, and they kind of explain, like, yeah, we, we felt like we just got too big for our britches, essentially, and we're just looking past people, and that's why we lost. Anyway, see you later. Also, she was stupid good. We saw her, and we're like, wow. And they showed, like, a shot of them with, like, this cool floating stage with, like, fire-breathing dragons and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, like, we don't get to see it. We don't get to see the performance. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Lila goes girls go back to Kanon's cafe and they get an owl cake for moving on. And then Kanon's sister's like, oh yeah, by the way, spooky ghost girl was here. She was drinking tea right before y'all came in here. She was right there. Kanon's like, what? What's going on? And she, she looks over again and sees her there and then looks back and she's gone. Because she wasn't there. She's just imagining it. She's losing her mind. Um, I like I like my theory better that she was just hiding in the corner and popped in for a second and then like <laughs> ran back away. I mean, that's more funny. It is way more funny. <laughs> for sure. Uh, the second years stay back and let the first years go. And the second years can have a talk about considering just having the five of them perform mm -hmm. in the re or in the Tokyo tournament just because they're so scared of we in. And they think and because they, they say like, oh, the first, the first years, years are, are still not like at our skill level. Yes, that is also a thing they are talking about. And then they all go their separate ways. Uh, Sumire follows Cuckoo because Cuckoo. She saw Cuckoo on her phone looking at text messages about. Remember the plot line that oh, if she doesn't win Love Live this year, she's going back to Singapore. Singapore, Shanghai. Shanghai. I always get them confused. It's S words. <laughs> S words. S words. I always get them. I always think it's the other one. But yeah, we get that brought back up. And remember this plot line. Basically, Subaru follows Cuckoo, and Cuckoo's just like, "Stop following me. This is you don't need to worry about this. This is my problem, not yours." Subaru's like, "No, it's everyone's problem. What are you talking about?" And Cuckoo's like, "No, I'm going to leave now." <laughs> Cuckoo literally says to her, "I hate you," because she's being very dramatic. Yeah, but I was just like, "Are you?" <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? Like, they built up a decent relationship with the two of them 
in the first season that mm-hmm. they got to a point where it was like cute banter and they were fun and like they got along and then this entire season has just been antagonistic towards each other and lost every single bit of like what was cool from the first season right and then like cougar's like i hate you and like, well, i think it's more like she's just she's you know being very dramatic she's like getting sumeray off her back like i don't think like obviously that's the way she's really thinking but she just basically wants sumeray to like hey you don't have to poke your nose into this like this is not she, she you're right she wants her to back off but yeah but she does at, it in like the worst way possible after all the like antagonistic that's been going on this entire season like it doesn't come across as like please leave me alone it comes no, yeah, across yeah, yeah. as mean yeah yeah, yeah. like um, she's been constantly just like putting down sumeray and being like oh this is your fault and like you suck and blah 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 and now it's like oh now i hate you cool yeah um after that Conan's just hanging out and she goes outside because she hears a noise and there's spooky spooky pumpkins out in front of the house yep. and then ghost girl shows up at the top of the stairs like hey i'm gonna beat y'all see you later <laughs> and i think also she's like i'll show you how you're singing on the wrong stage or something i'll show you when we're on the stage together or something it's, it was weird she shows up for like five seconds it's like yeah you suck see you later <laughs> And I mentioned to you, like, she made the noise so that Kanan would, like, pay attention and then, like, very obviously ran up the stairs so that she could, like, have the high ground. Kanan Shibuya! <laughs> I was like, what? what is happening? Why? It's so weird that, like, they build her up as, like, you know, she's the one who beat the Love Life champions. Yeah. And then they give her 10 seconds of screen time. Yeah. And one of them, you think that the main character is going crazy. Yeah, it's it's so weird. Like, she has no character development whatsoever. She's, like, cartoonishly villain at this point. She doesn't have a character at all. No, she doesn't. Like, she's she's just runs around saying Kanan's name. And, and that's like, about it. She says Kanan's name, and she, she comes there to talk smack and then leaves. And then she will, she'll be gone for five episodes. Like, people are mad about Lanju's writing, but, like, at least she was an interesting character. Good lord. Yeah. Ah! Um... The next day, they they give out like a new training regimen for everyone, and then Sumeri basically is like, "Hey, we we're gonna do we're gonna do the the Tokyo tournament just the second year. The first years aren't gonna do this." Like she she basically fully embraces, "I'm going to be the villain here in order to make this work because I want to make sure we win, mm-hmm. so Cuckoo doesn't have to leave." But I'm not gonna like go out and say it right now because I like that I can't. That would be betraying trust here, but I'm going to make it so like, hey, I will take all the heat here, but I want to make sure we have the best possible strategy or best possible way for us to win against Wien because, yo, that girl scares me. Scary. She's spooky. She's a ghost. <laughs> um, Everyone's just like very weirded out by it and like... Sumeri also is like, yeah, I'm just using this as a stepping stone to get into show business. Haha, this is my real intentions. And then Kanon's about to like beat the shit out of her. Starts screaming at her. And then Cuckoo's like, stop! Stop! And then Sumeri runs away and then everyone's like, we gotta go talk to her. And then Cuckoo's like, I will do it. I will talk to Sumeri. And then the first years go off and are like, hey, this sucks. We should be able to perform too. I don't like this. Which, like, if anything, the the constant weirdness between the first and second years have really brought the first years together as like a group of like, 
hey, we're not going to take any of this lying down. Yeah. We're going to actually, like, put up a fight and make sure we can also do this. It's um, also just so lame because they worked so hard to get first years in. And then it was like, but yeah, they kind of suck. Yeah. So are they really part of the group? I don't know. Yeah. Um. We see Sumire at, at the shrine and her sister wants the keychain that fell off of Cuckoo's bag. And Sumire's like, no. Yeah. You can't have this. And Cuckoo, or her sister is like, <laughs> and then the first year show up and are like, hey, we're going to hold hands and sing a bunch of laws together. And this is how we feel. All right, go win. And Sumire's just like, huh? And so were we. What? <laughs> like, look, we can sing really well together and we like each other a whole lot. Okay, you guys go win. Have fun. It's like, eh? Uh, uh, <laughs> what <laughs> what how how is that making that I that point know. i don't know and then cuckoo shows up was like no we're all gonna sing together this is what we we were training to do we're going to do this all together Sumeray stop being a butt <laughs> and Sumeray's like no we have to win if we don't win you're gonna leave and i don't want that you're my friend i don't want you to leave also here's my crown from nonfiction. yeah take this have fun with it. She just become Ace Attorney. <laughs> Take that. Take that. Back. <laughs> back. 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 And then they ho- they slug in slow motion. They slug. They hug they in sl- slow motion. They slug, <laughs> they slug it out. <laughs> like like Yosuke and you Narakami. Yes. <laughs> beat each other up. Um. Yeah. There's a weird slow mo hug with like weird lighting and. Cuckoo admits it. She musical loves... change. Yeah, the music changes. She Cuckoo loves Sumire and also hates her. And then all that makes everything better because now they're all going to work together to go for the Tokyo tournament. Yeah, so all, all that drama now. from the less the previous day, all gone. Everything's fine. Yeah, everything's fine. Like, what about this whole problem with the first years? Eh, it doesn't exist anymore. We're just train harder. Don't matter. It's like, what? <sighs> what? Artificial drama. Artificial drama. And also, like, weird girls being mean to each other for no reason shenanigans that I hate <laughs> in media. I hate it so much. Ugh. I will say, like, I like how they've kind of positioned Sumire, of all people, as, like, this voice of reason within the group or like the one who's going to give it straight to anyone. Like she's not going to like hold back or do anything like that. She's like, she's the one who's going to like give it to you like as raw as it gets essentially. And if like she has to embrace being a bad guy, she'll do it. Cause like, you know, Hey, that's, you know, someone's got to do it. How is Sumire one of the most like interesting characters? (laughs) Well, she was already one of the most interesting characters, but like, what's the word I'm looking for? Mature characters. Yeah, that's very considering how she is originally brought into this show. Yeah, very wild. <laughs> very wild, but she she's definitely like one of the most mature ones of this group. Period. Which I and, think helps because like she's gotten probably like some of the best development. Yeah, she definitely has. I mean, she's gotten way more development than the most of them. Yeah, so I think that also helps as well. So, yeah, really, Sumeri is the only person who comes away from this episode looking good. Honestly, yeah. 
Yeah. Brenda's just the entire time is like, I want to go play games. <laughs> like, she's barely in the episode. She let, barely exists. Let me play games. Um, I must escape drama by into my game worlds. <laughs> you know what? Same. Honestly, same. Um, We do have to commend, though, like... Peijan's voice actor acting as, as um, Sumire, mm -hmm. especially in the scene at the the shrine, like very she good. Knocked it out of the dang park. She's a baby too. She's eighteen. She's a she child. Was still in high school when she started this. She had to but miss yeah. stuff because she had to go to high school. She uh, she did a great job here. She killed it. Yeah. But yeah, like that's that's legit. The only thing I've come away with this is like. Well, I still like Sumo, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Galaxy. Galaxy. Everything yeah. else is just sort of nonsensical and thrown together and like artificial drama for no reason. Yep. Anyways, we have three episodes of the show left now. <laughs> Great. Cool. Three episodes for them to win Love Live. Yep. Uh, you want to talk about notes and trivia real quick? Hit me. Our NHKE broadcast exclusive end card this week is of Cuckoo and Sumeray, of course. That that makes sense. Uh, callbacks to previous love lives. Kanan almost slapped Sumeray if it wasn't for Cuckoo pleading for her to stop. Slap. We have to, we're going to drop down here to the continuity errors real quick, which I also don't think this is a continuity error. Okay. Despite Arya acknowledging her presence as her empty teacup was shown before she took the seat... Wien's presence in the cafe has not been acknowledged by anyone else aside from Kanon, as she magically vanishes in the flask after Kanon blinks while being surprised. It was unknown whether she hallucinated or if Wien was actually a human with implied magical powers a la Hanukkah in Love Live once again. <laughs> I that is the biggest stretch I've ever seen. <laughs> I forgot to mention my Fight Club theory. Oh my god. Uh, nothing makes sense. Kanon Shibuya as Tyler Durden. <laughs> Basically, like, she's actually just Wien. Wien is coming in as Brad Pitt. Yeah, there you go. Kanon is now Edward Norton. There you go. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't think that's true. I think it was just, hey, she saw her there. Because she was like, oh, right, she's on my mind now. And then she was like, oh, right, she's not here. And also she was just told by her sister that she was sitting in that seat. Yeah, that's not just like, oh, she just vanished. She was like, as you said, she just <laughs> hid in the corner and popped up like, hey, and then blinked. And then she was like, <laughs> ran away. That, <laughs> that makes more sense than magic, at least. Yeah. Um, but anyways, here's the other callback. As mentioned in the continuity error section, the way we had disappears after Conan blinks from her. Reaction is similar to the female singer disappearing from the rest of Muse's POV from the School Idol movie. Okay. That was a thing. Continuity notes. Sumire still keeps the crown from the nonfiction segment in the 10th episode of the first season. And then errors uh, and goofs. Um, can, I, can I mention something before there? Yes, 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 yes. I do love the um, like far away shot drawing of the nonfiction crown. It looks ridiculous. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Anyway, continue. Uh, Natsumi's post showed six fingers on her left hand. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> six oh fingers, none the richer. Good job. Good job. Shiki likes this post. <laughs> it's pretty good. 
Um, but yeah, next time we will be discussing season two, episode number 10. Three episodes remain. Yep. This episode is called A Song That Rings Through Shibuya, so probably a new song. Probably a new song. And I guess this is the Tokyo portion of Love Live, which it's going to be, again, this is going to suck because, like, if they go against Wien in the Tokyo portion of the tournament, who are they going to go up against in the finals? Right. And especially since she has no development so far. There's no impact. No. Nah. Like, it's, it's very much in the same vein as, like, the, the original Love Live. Because obviously this is the original Love Live team. We've talked about this before, but, like, you know, original Love Live has the issue where, like, they beat Arise, and then they go on to the finals, and it's just like, well, there's no stakes here because we know Muse is going to win. <laughs> right. Like, at least in Sunshine, Aqua had to, had to deal with the fact that, like, there was more pressure on them to win because, like, the school's shutting down, and they want to use that as motivation to win and make their school remembered throughout all of history because it's going to be stamped in the record books of Love right. Live forever. Whereas, like, Muse is just like, yeah, we're going to win. There really wasn't, like, stakes or anything there. It's just kind of like a foregone conclusion. Right. And that's kind of where it's leaning towards here as well. Or, like, if they go through we in and, it, like, that's not a finals matchup. Like, it's just a foregone conclusion that they're going to win. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyways, that's what we're going to talk about next week. And that's going to do it for this week's episode. <laughs> Done. Uh, if you'd like more from us, head on over to SeasonLandMeCheckup.com or SAC.cool. There's columns and reviews on the site as well, as long as other podcasts like the Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA, which is going to have its 300th episode this week. Wild. It's pretty wild. Uh, you can follow Ann Ladium at AnnLadium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Anime Checkup. You can buy our books, One Shining Moment, a critical analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. So join us next time as we see how Liela wins Love Live with three episodes left somehow. Yep, yep.